Welcome to the National Burn Injury Attorney Podcast. Burn injuries are the second leading cause of accidental death in the United States. They are also some of the most painful and disfiguring injuries an individual can sustain. Healing can take years before reconstructive surgery can even be attempted, which can cause severe emotional anguish. The National Burn Injury Attorney Podcast will help you and your family find the proper representation and compensation for your injuries. In this podcast, attorney Paul A. Samico will guide you through the process of filing a burn injury lawsuit, hopefully answering whatever questions you may have and offering some helpful tips to avoid fires and burns in the home. In this first episode, we've taken the audio from some of Paul's videos that have been posted on his website and YouTube and gathered them together as a sort of introduction to Mr. Samico and his firm, including this first segment, some very helpful insights on the best practices for children with burn injuries. I'm attorney Paul Samico. My book, Twice Burned, will give you the information you need if you are a burn survivor. Some thoughts on what are called accident best practices for the care of your child. And again, I'm not a doctor nor a psychologist, but I'm gonna share that I picked this up from many conversations I've had with those fine types of people and from materials I've read. Actually, many of those on the Phoenix Society's website. So here we go. First, you as a parent should gauge your child and provide encouragement when and as needed. Next, these ideas begin with an understanding that both you and your child may feel the psychological and emotional effects of trauma for months or even years after the trauma occurs. Children need appropriate assistance in confronting and accepting these changes so that they can adjust and move on. Both physical and psychological changes need to be addressed honestly with children. A child's questions require truthful, simple, and to the point answers. At times, especially when severe burns are there, the outcomes of both the physical and the psychological recovery may be uncertain for a period of time. Children can better handle this uncertainty if you're honest with them, provide them with age-appropriate information, and help them to manage their feelings. Best practices, principle number one, the truth, spoken with care and compassion, speeds up the emotional healing process. Hiding or half-answering or avoiding the truth complicates grief and feeds denial. Therefore, provide what we'll call compassionate truth-telling. Principle number two. People, including children, of course, are doing the best they can with the tools they have to work with. Your child is trying. If, as time goes by, he or she seems to be fatigued or resigning, remember that acceptance and encouragement are more helpful than judgment or criticism. Principle number three. There may be differing values and even spiritual beliefs within the family. Many families, 
will have different values and belief systems than yours. Recognize, respect, and honor differences. Children may be angry with God after loss, and this anger needs to be allowed expression. I think God can handle our anger. Principle number four. Feelings are neither right nor wrong, good nor bad, and they are rarely logical. Feelings need to be heard respectfully and without judgment. Listen to understand. Feelings do not need to be interpreted, they don't need to be analyzed, and they don't need to be fixed. Show respect and honor feelings. I'm attorney Paul Samico. Burn injuries can be devastating. Get my book to understand your rights. How long do you study for an exam? How long do you take to buy a car? Do you know how long the average person spends on social media each day? Two hours and 24 minutes according to Google. Look it up. I want you to spend 15 minutes at the most to protect yourself and your family from burn injuries. They happen much more often than you'd think, simply because people don't know how to properly protect themselves. My website is perhaps the world's best with information about avoiding burn injuries. I'm not selling anything. Go to nationalburnattorney.com and look around, and there's more information about avoiding burn injuries than any other single source I know of. Download my book for free. Download any number of the reports I've written for free. Download all of them. Do this. Isn't it worth at least the amount of time you'd spend going to Starbucks for a cup of coffee? NationalBurnAttorney.com NationalBurnAttorney.com For you and for your loved ones. You're going to thank me. If you own a home or business, you probably have a burglar alarm. You have it because you want to protect your family and your property. You want all to be safe. I want you to also keep your house safe from electrical fires. Why, besides the obvious? Because you and your family can be seriously injured or killed. It is a most interesting fact that most electrical fires start in the bedroom and the highest number of fatalities occur from fires in the living room, family room, and den. Here are the top six causes of home electrical fires. Number one is electrical outlets and appliances. Two, light fixtures. Three, extension cords. Number four, space heaters. Five is circuit breakers and wiring. And six, not keeping up with safety codes. I wanna to talk to you about just one of them. Do you use extension cords in your home? If you do, keep in mind that doing so is also considered a fire hazard. If all your appliances are plugged into a single extension cord, excessive power load will most likely occur. Overloaded circuits pose a risk to your home for an electrical fire. Misuse of extension cords is a common cause of electrical fires. Appliances should be plugged directly into outlets and not into an extension cord for any length of time. Only use extension cords as a temporary measure. 
If you do not have appropriate types of outlets for your appliances, hire an electrician to install new ones. Running cords under rugs is another cause of electrical fires. Every time you step on the cord under the rug, you're putting a strain on the complete flow of the electric current, and this can cause the cord to eventually crack, which in turn can cause a fire. Please be safe. Watch this video a few times and make note of all the issues and take appropriate steps. If you own a home or business, you probably have a burglar alarm. You have it because you want to protect your family and your property. You want all to be safe. I want you to also keep your house safe from electrical fires. Why, besides the obvious? Because you and your family can be seriously injured or killed. It is a most interesting fact that most electrical fires start in the bedroom and the highest number of fatalities occur from fires in the living room, family room, and den. Here are the top six causes of home electrical fires. Number one is electrical outlets and appliances. Two, light fixtures. Three, extension cords. Number four, space heaters. Five is circuit breakers and wiring. And six, not keeping up with safety codes. I wanna to talk to you about just one of them. Do you use extension cords in your home? If you do, keep in mind that doing so is also considered a fire hazard. If all your appliances are plugged into a single extension cord, excessive power load will most likely occur. Overloaded circuits pose a risk to your home for an electrical fire. Misuse of extension cords is a common cause of electrical fires. Appliances should be plugged directly into outlets and not into an extension cord for any length of time. Only use extension cords as a temporary measure. If you do not have appropriate types of outlets for your appliances, hire an electrician to install new ones. Running cords under rugs is another cause of electrical fires. Every time you step on the cord under the rug, you're putting a strain on the complete flow of the electric current, and this can cause the cord to eventually crack, which in turn can cause a fire. Please be safe. Watch this video a few times and make note of all the issues and take appropriate steps. Thanks for listening to the National Burn Injury Attorney Podcast. Please follow us for more useful information about avoiding burn injuries and about how to file a lawsuit if you have been scalded, injured by an exploding pressure cooker, or burned in a fire due to the negligence of another.